History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its Decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews. Hello, America. Happy Tuesday. A busy, busy Tuesday it is. Ron DeSantis just cut a third of his campaign staff, part of a larger reboot. What lessons he's learned, whether he can retool his message, whether he can catch up to Donald Trump, who's way, way ahead in the polls, remains to be seen. But a pretty dramatic thing to have. A, the second, the number two in many polls, although Vivek Ramaswamy is now in second place in some polls. It's pretty dramatic when a, a campaign has to do that. Also dramatic, in just a few minutes ago, an Obama-era judge struck down Joe Biden's asylum rules, basically saying he didn't have the authority to make up the backdoor way that he's allowing people into the country. That is a big one. That is also getting a lot of attention today. Uh, and um, at the, uh, the we, you know, a lot of people still talking about the great interview we were able to do yesterday with the IRS whistleblower. I got to tell you, I've talked to a lot of whistleblowers over here. Joe Ziegler, really just about the facts. He, he doesn't have that sense of emotion or politics. He just wants people to know the facts of what went on in this case. And he's a Democrat. He doesn't like what the Democrat Justice Department did. Uh, pretty extraordinary interview. A lot of people talking about that today. Now, people will be talking about our interviews tomorrow, I suspect, too. We've got two great ones, Congressman Brian Babbitt for the great state of Texas. He's going to take us through all of the big developments on the border. There is today with that judge's ruling, that's a big one. And then he's also going to talk about some new legislation he has that if any state in America chooses to pay reparations, race-based reparations, uses their budget and tax dollars to do it, they'll be prohibited from getting federal bailout funds. Meaning if a state bankrupts itself by paying reparations, it won't be able to count on the federal government to bail it out. That's a piece of legislation. 13 co-sponsors already getting some attention. We thought you'd want to hear about that as well. And of course, we'll ask him the latest about the Hunter Biden developments, including the story we broke late last night that the Justice Department will allow 
David Weiss, U.S. attorney in Delaware, who's overseeing the investigation to answer some questions by Congress when they come back after summer recess in September. We'll get Congressman Babin's take on that. And then our good friend Bobby Charles is joining us. Why? Because AMAC, Association for Mature American Citizens, great partner and sponsor to Just the News, John Solomon reports. Bobby Charles, their national spokesman, former great investigator in Congress, former Assistant Secretary of State under George W. Bush. He has a lot to talk about. He has a lot to say about the Attorney General and whether he's been part of a cover-up. Yep, Merrick Garland starting to face increasing calls for his impeachment, or at least an impeachment investigation. Bobby also going to talk, a former Navy intelligence officer, got to talk about military readiness. A lot of concern that it's been slipping in the last couple of years. And then there was a big announcement. The IRS, not going to send people Agents to doors unannounced to uh, confront people who are might be under tax investigation. Uh, that's getting a lot of reaction around the Twitter sphere today. And we'll have all of that with Bobby Charles. So a great show ahead. Brian Babin and Bobby Charles back to back today. That's a pretty good deal. I also want to give you one other opportunity because we have so many great partners, so many great subjects in that support Just the News. John Solomon reports Just the News, no noise with Amanda Head and I. One of them is our good friends at EnviroCleanse. This is a air cleaner I started using. It's a military grade air cleaner in my home. I have slept better. I've been breathing better. This is my miserable season, normally with allergies, but EnviroCleanse has definitely taken the edge off my allergies, my sinuses, and all that's going on. Why? Because it uses patented earth mineral technology and is hospital-grade HEPA filter. In fact, it's good enough that they also make them for the United States military and on Navy ships. So EnviroCleanse, why do I use it? Well, it destroys cold and flu viruses, COVID, allergy-inflaming toxins. That's the thing I've noticed the most, mold, and so much more. For our listeners, EnviroCleanse is giving you 10% off your first EnviroCleanse home air purification unit, as well as a free air quality monitor and fast free shipping. That's $150 in savings. All you got to do is use the code JUSTNEWS. That's the discount code JUSTNEWS at ekpure.com. ekpure.com. Use JUSTNEWS. You're going to get 10% off. Go check that out today. If you want to breathe better like I have, EnviroCleanse has the solution. All right, folks, we're going to take that quick commercial break. When we come back, Brian Babin right after these messages. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code JUSTNEWS15. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. 
Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge your signature on a home sale form, then he or she refiles as the new owner, and bam, your home is not in your name, and all of a sudden, debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. One of the shakers and movers in Congress all the time always has something on the front burner trying to make America better is Congressman Brian Babin from the great state of Texas, from the border to reparations to uh, just common sense spending. Congressman Bobbin is right on the front lines every day fighting for things. And he's got some new proposals we wanted to make sure you heard about. He joins us right now. Congressman, welcome to the show. Welcome uh, is, is right. It's always good to be with you. Congressman, good to have you on the show. You have a lot going on, some very important legislation. But I just want to get your instant reaction to something that's happened in the last 24 hours. The Justice Department, Biden Justice Department, saying David Weiss, the U.S. attorney in Delaware, has been overseeing the Hunter Biden investigation. He'll be allowed to testify about some things in September. Is this enough of a concession from the Justice Department to make Congress happy? Well, it's definitely a concession from where they have been, John. But uh, you know what? Uh, There are other people that we certainly would like to, uh, uh, you know, I'm not on that committee, of course, but there's, there's certain people that we would like to talk to. And one of them is David Weiss's subordinate, Leslie Wolf. And heck, we'd love to have Mary Garland come back in. Let's see what he's got to say. Uh, and then how about the big guy? My goodness. Uh, you know, uh, all this time, you see the president get angry and slash out at anybody who questions him, saying that he had nothing to do with his son's business. He never talked to his son about his business. He never got one single dollar from China or any other, uh, any, any other foreign entity, and all of a sudden, with each passing week, uh, they're getting millions. They've reaped millions of dollars from foreign sources, uh, and, and what looks like, without question, overwhelming evidence that it's, uh, you know, it's a uh, pay-to-play. Yeah. Yeah, the evidence is really so much stronger now, particularly with the FBI 1032 out there. Now you knew what the FBI had. Um, I, but there's a lot of concern that the uh, American people were misled in 2020, misled during the 2019 impeachment. Uh, and uh, now Speaker McCarthy saying, listen, these things are serious enough. Maybe we should consider impeachment of Joe Biden. Where are you on first, the American people having been misled, the severity of that and whether impeachment, uh, an impeachment proceeding, an investigation might be warranted against Joe Biden? I, I've been there all along, John. I, I uh, 
I never, I really never thought any of the impeachment was justified of President Trump. I never thought any of those uh, trumped-up allegations, quote unquote, uh, had any uh, would hold any water. And sure enough, they haven't. Uh, we've seen that after millions of dollars in uh, uh, in the uh, Mueller uh, investigation uh, and uh, Durham as uh, Durham as well. Uh, so I, I welcome the words and the announcement of uh, our speaker uh, McCarthy that this is rising to a level where an impeachment inquiry is uh, going to be justified. Uh, I think the American people deserve to hear the truth, and they're getting just glimpses of it. There's nothing like bright sunshine uh, to to show the truth to the American people and to uh, expose a lie. And it really, really looks like uh, President Biden has lied through his teeth repeatedly. And as I said earlier, get angry when someone asks him about it. Uh, and so uh, let's let's shine a huge light on this and let's expose this for what I think it really is. And that is probably one of the largest corruption and scandalous uh uh, incidents and, and really not an incident. It's a it's a whole uh, batch of, of of years of during his, his presidency uh, of of corruption. And so let's let's bring it on. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, momentum seeming to be building in that direction. Speaking of momentum, uh, there's been a lot of giveaways that Democrats have. They want to give. They gave cell phones to illegal aliens. Uh, they want to give away student loans and pay everybody student loans. Of course, they got reversed on that. You have a bill to stop or, or at least to address another giveaway. If a state in the future decides to give reparations to citizens, ancestors of slaves, your point is if they do it, the federal government won't bail them out if they go broke over doing it. Tell us about this bill. Our 13 sponsors already getting a lot of steam. Absolutely. We've got we've got a good bill, we think, and uh, we absolutely feel like that uh, – uh, this is something that uh, needs to be done because these states that uh, want to uh, give reparations uh, to uh, on, based on the, on the basis of skin color and slavery and something that happened 160, 70 years ago, uh, we, they're going to expect uh, the federal government to bail them out. And I will give you the greatest example of all is the state of California. I started to say the sovereign state of California, but they're just about bankrupt. People are leaving them in droves uh, because they're driving business out of there with uh, uh, with tax ra- uh, tax rates that are that are really uh, uh, over the top with uh, regulatory bureaucracy and political correctness and wokeness uh, that that uh, at the average business person and the average hardworking American just doesn't want to to stand for with the, with the cr- criminal activity, the homelessness. Uh, people are leaving California in droves. So if they're going to pay billions and billions of dollars uh, to people on on the basis uh, calling slave reparations, if this bill will go through, it will deny uh, California or any other entity, a city, a county, a, or a state, uh, to be reimbursed by the American uh, taxpayer money uh, to be reimbursed for those payments. Yeah, it's an important. And it's a good reminder, too, that before the pandemic started, California was already in bad shape. The only reason its economy got picked up was because of all the aid it got during the pandemic. But these are states that can chronically keep spending themselves into trouble. Uh, this would be a, a potentially their next catch-22 for doing that. A lot of different sponsors. What's the chances of getting this to a floor vote in the next few months? 
Well, I'm hoping that we can get it to a floor vote in the House, but I'm, I'm not under the illusion that this thing would pass in the U.S. Senate, nor would it be signed into law by President Biden. Uh, but this is something that absolutely needs to be passed, because over and over again, California, as you just said, this is the, 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 it's not just uh, this type of thing and reparations, it's everything else. They throw good money after bad. They spend a lot more money on illegal aliens and homelessness than they do on on, uh, uh, say, for instance, uh, homeless veterans, uh, people who really could be using uh, the help, American citizens. And um, they have sanctuary cities out there where you have, uh, really it's a magnet for criminal, illegal aliens to come and be protected. And while you have legitimate businesses and American citizens that want to leave those areas because of the high criminal uh, activity and the lack of prosecution, the defunding of their police departments, and uh, so that's that's why we introduced this bill. No bailouts for reparations. Uh, again, we'll we'll prohibit federal funding to bail out any state or municipality uh, implementing reparations programs because, as we said, uh, California is probably the worst in the country, and there are several states and cities already in dire fiscal uh, you know uh, condition, racking up billions of dollars. Uh, and new expenditures on, on, on a ridiculous program like race-based uh, race based payments. Another place where you're protecting the American checkbook, the taxpayer's checkbook. I think it's Congressman Chip Roy has worked on defunding Biden's climate czar, John Kerry, a guy who tried to make a lot of concessions to China, came back with nothing, zero zip. I know you're a big fan of this as well. John Kerry has worn out his welcome to Washington, perhaps? John Kerry wore out his welcome with me a long time ago, John. <laughs> that I'm sure of. <laughs> no, here's a man that loves to cast aspersions, throw stones while he lives in a glass house. Uh, he has he has, he has made his entire life's effort uh, on this uh, on this climate change business, where he uh, preaches the, the gospel to everyone else while he burns up millions and creates millions of tons of. Uh, carbon uh, dioxide, and his carbon footprint is greater than the average American, let me tell you, probably by 10,000-fold. And really, our appropriations bill, uh, hopefully we will eliminate uh, that position altogether. Uh, And uh, again, we have to go back, will this pass the Senate? I don't know. Uh, Will it get signed into law by President Biden? Probably not. Uh, but let me tell you something. We have to stand up for the American taxpayer. Uh, and, uh, you know, this Green New Deal, the woke uh, uh, programs and policies of uh, the Biden administration and the, and the new uh, left, radical left woke uh, Democrat Party are pushing this country and assaulting our institutions, our our traditions. They've left open borders. They've created crime. We're catching uh uh, literally hundreds of uh, people on the terrorist watch list coming across the border. Their foreign policy, what they're doing to our our U.S. military. Uh, I just just I've read several incidents uh, uh, lately where uh, the transgenderism, the drag queen shows, uh, like they're doing in our own public schools, going on in the U.S. military. These are all things that ought to be defunded and stopped immediately in one of our most grave periods of time in our history where our adversaries are really coming on, uh, China uh, to be exact, uh, in in trying to supplant us or replace us as the world's number one military power. Here they're performing these experiments with LGBT, 
with transgenderism, with all of this gay business. Uh, it has no place in the U.S. military. The U.S. military is not the place for this type of nonsense. Our military is there for one reason, and that is to fight and destroy our enemies and to keep us free, which it has done in a very admirable way for the last 200, nearly 48 years. And we need to get back to that, or this country's going to be in deep trouble, John. Yeah, so many Americans feel that today. They really don't recognize this military the last couple of years. Last question. The border has been such an extraordinary crisis. Uh, amazing statistic. Your great state sees more than 422 million lethal doses of fentanyl since Joe Biden took uh, office. And yet the media, whether it's ABC, CBS, NBC, the big the big three uh, networks, they spend hardly any time covering the drug trafficking crisis. Recent Media Research Center said less than five minutes over the last many months covering that. Just five minutes of coverage on something that affects every household in America. Are the news media sort of the aider and protector of Joe Biden on this very important issue? Absolutely, John. Uh, the, the, the mainstream media, thank God for people like you and and your uh, your ability to get to get the truth out. Unfortunately, it's probably less than ten percent of the media uh, that gives the truth. Uh, but as you say, we've got uh, mainstream media and the uh, entire Biden administration and all the the machinery, the machine of uh, the Democrat Party uh, lambasting and attacking the great state of Texas and other red states that want to protect themselves, but especially Texas. We've got hundreds and hundreds of miles of border. Uh, and uh, let me tell you something. Uh, this governor of ours, Greg Abbott, I'm proud of him. I wish he'd even do more. Uh, but he is trying to do uh, and protect the, the people of Texas and really the people of the United States of America where the, the federal government, whose constitutional mandate and job it is to, to do so. The, the Article 4, Section 4 of the U.S. Constitution mandates that the federal government protect each and every state from invasion. This is exactly what's going on. Millions of people have come across, uh, and it, it, is a, it is a, really, it's a, it's a ridiculous uh, situation where the, uh, the administration seems to just Obviously, they want open borders. This is part of their strategy. Uh, and uh, now we've got a, we've got a threaten uh, to have a lawsuit by the Department of Justice, U.S. Department of Justice, against the great state of Texas for our border, uh, excuse me, for our, our cable and float system that's in the Rio Grande uh, to keep people from coming across. Well, I say bring it on, man. Bring it on. The, bring on the lawsuit. Governor Abbott and the state of Texas is trying to stand up and protect the American people. You said it, the millions uh, of doses of deadly fentanyl that, have, that kill over 100,000 Americans a year coming over, and they're worried about a few little floats out there, anything. We've got to stop these illegal aliens from coming in and these coyotes and these people that come in with millions of, uh, of, of, of pounds of cocaine, of fentanyl, and all these other drugs. Uh, meth, uh, methamphetamine. Uh, the river barrier is absolutely necessary, uh, and uh, the cartel, uh, the, the cartels are bringing it in. Uh, it comes from China and then is put together in in Mexico, and so for the the thousands and thousands of poor families who have lost loved ones to the Chinese 
uh, communist government and the Mexican drug cartels. This is why I am calling for an authorization to use military force against the Mexican drug cartels in Mexico. And I don't care what the Mexican president says, uh, AMLO, uh, he, needs to, he needs to control his own border. He needs to control the cartels. And yet he has said that he is going to come out and protect the cartels if there's an authorization to use military force. And that is actually brought to bear on, on these people in Mexico. Well, let me tell you something. Americans are dying. And our government needs to protect them. And if it takes the, uh, the military of the United States government to do so, whether it be drones or whether it's Navy SEALs or the special uh, operators that go down there, we know where these places are and we need to protect Americans. That's the number one issue here. And if they can't fix their own problem down there, it's going to be incumbent upon us. And that's why I have, I have uh, uh, co-sponsored wholeheartedly uh, Dan Crenshaw's bill to, for an AUMF to use military force. Yeah, you have been consistent in championing these tactics that would actually make a difference for us. Last quick question. Federal judge just a few minutes ago ruled that the asylum program that Joe Biden created, created out of whole cloth illegal. He didn't have congressional authority to do it. Strikes down the backdoor way. Joe Biden has been trying to sneak a lot of illegal aliens into the country. Just wanted to get your reaction on that one. Well, finally, we've got it's probably a Republican appointed judge, most assuredly. But uh, I really appreciate that judge seeing and, and, and doing the right thing to protect America, uh, because uh, what we've been doing and what we've been seeing out of this uh, out of this administration is helping everybody but the American citizen. Uh, we cannot uh, continue on the path that we're on today. And so I appreciate that federal judge, and I hope that this will stand up in higher courts if this, uh, if this is, uh, and I'm sure it will be, uh, will be appealed uh, to, to the next higher level. Uh, but but I, I'll tell you, John, uh, the American people deserve better than what we are seeing out of this corrupt uh, Biden administration and these woke Democrat policies. Uh, if, 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 if the evidence comes to light, Mr. Biden should be impeached. Mr. Mallorca should be impeached. Merrick Garland should be impeached because we are not getting the truth out of them. And let me tell you something, jail time uh, might be uh, in, in, the, in the future for some of the Bidens, I can tell you that. Nine, of, nine people in the Biden family have received payments uh, from foreign entities. Uh, we are seeing this information come out, and bank statements don't lie. These are uh, these are th this is information that was that was that came out under oath in the hearings of the Oversight Committee and other committees that are looking into this. Uh, so America's got to be number one, and that's what we have to do is protect America. Yeah, you have been championing that for a long time in Congress, and I know the people of great uh, the great people of Texas know exactly how hard you're fighting for them, Congressman. What a great honor to have you on the show today. Thanks so much. We covered a lot of ground, and always appreciate your insights. Hey, John, can I say one quick thing, if you don't mind? Please, please go see the Sound of oh, Freedom. It's an amazing movie, that isn't is it? A tremendous movie. I've met Mr. Caviezel, the star. I've met the man that Caviezel plays, the, the real guy. And I'll tell you, the child sex trade is now one of the largest and fastest growing enterprises in the world today. And guess what? It's because of open borders. Our children and the world's children are not 
for sale. And this is what the Biden administration has enabled uh, the cartels to, 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 uh, to reap profits out of, our kids. Got to stop. You are right on the money. My wife and I watched it for the second time this week, and it's a powerful movie. And tonight, I think your colleague, Congressman Loudermilk, is doing a special screening in Capitol Hill. Everybody should go see that movie. It is an extraordinary reminder of this scourge that the Biden administration has allowed to get a lot worse. Congressman, always an honor to have you on. Amen. Same here, John. God bless you. You too, sir. God bless you. Folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook a, a vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and, of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. 
All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. Yesterday, we had a really remarkable day of interviews with the former IRS whistleblower, Joe Ziegler, and Miranda Devine talking about her bombshell about what Devin Archer is going to tell the committee next Monday when he's interviewed by Congressman James Comer in the House Oversight Committee. I want to stay on that topic a little bit today because sitting above this is a much bigger question. And beyond the corruption that is alleged to have been conducted by Hunter Biden and by Joe Biden, there is the question of the Justice Department's integrity, the FBI's integrity, the leadership of the current Attorney General Merrick Garland. And I couldn't think of a better person to bring on. It's AMAC Wednesday, so why not bring in the national spokesman for AMAC? Mac and our good friend, and also one of the great congressional investigators of all time, our good friend Bobby Charles. Bobby, welcome back to the show. A pleasure to be with you, John. And and uh, these are these are these are always interesting times when we talk. Yeah, there is, and we've only only been a couple of weeks since we last talked, and so much has happened on the Hunter Biden Joe Biden scandal. It's pretty clear now that there was a lot of evidence sitting out in plain view of a potential criminal conspiracy involving Burisma, involving the payment of money, apparently $10 million. The FBI had an informant that went and met with the owner of Burisma, Mikola Zolchevsky, and his top lieutenant. And those two men bragged to the informant that they were coerced into paying the Bidens money and that the Bidens were supposed to fix their problems, including getting rid of a Ukrainian prosecutor named Victor Shokin that was investigating Burisma. Of course, Joe Biden, we know, famously fired that prosecutor by withholding $1 billion of USA. That's something I broke back in 2019, that video. Bobby, when you see the breadth of information that the Justice Department had, they had evidence of tax fraud going back to the early 2000s, but particularly in 2014 with Burisma. They had this informant. They had the laptop. They had interviews with some of the family friends, like one who says, hey, I saw Joe Biden meet with the Chinese. He's denying he met with the Chinese. I saw him meet with the Chinese. I was present for the meeting. What do you think when you look back now at the Merrick Garland Justice Department? Is there been any honest, fair investigation of these documents that we can detect? Well, I think the answer to that straightforwardly is no, John. And I, I, I you know, there are so many additional facts that are coming out. It's almost, it's as if... Uh, we were back in high school and you had a microscope in front of you and there was a coarse, a coarse uh, focus and then there was a fine focus. And the fine focus brought you up, you know, hard on the amoeba or par- paramecium. And that's what we're looking at right now. We're looking at things like 17 different accounts that were clearly established that did receive money from the Biden family that were established right after he was vice president. I mean, we could we, we, we really need a, a Hillary Clinton style uh, health care uh, wiring diagram here because the, the wiring diagram shows you that there was extraordinary intent. There was a clear passage of large amounts of money involving the Chinese, uh, the Ukrainians and the Romanians to the Biden family. And I would remind people, we've said it before, John, but it's worth, you know, to the extent that someone just wants to look it up online and understand it. The federal statutes are crystal clear, uh, starting with 18 U.S.C. 201 and the federal RICO statutes. If you have uh, the if you have what 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 is going to benefit any member of the family, a bribery act. Uh, and you I mean, mind you, this would be true if you were a low level public uh, official. It is it is absolutely true of a president of the United States. I would also note. And then there's the RICO flow down violations under the over the Predicate Act. But I would also remind people that people are talking a lot now. And McCarthy has just begun to talk about impeachment. The predicate for impeachment is right there. There's no question. There is just literally no question about it. However, uh, that does not mean that you shouldn't have a near term indictment 
and you can, there's no case law that says you can't have a near term indictment of the president and his family. And they are about now next week to bring in, of course, uh, the prosecutor who supposedly had jurisdiction, according to Merrick Garland. But now it turns out says he didn't have jurisdiction over the Hunter Biden, uh, the full Hunter Biden investigation. You've got corroboration again for the IRS investigators who said they were, you know, the dogs were called off. You have uh, FBI saying the same thing. So where does all this lead? It, to me, it, it leads me, John, right back to the predicate uh, acts that underwrote the indictment and prosecution of Attorney General John Mitchell. Why? Because back in Watergate, what did John Mitchell do? He had control over money. He had discretion that directly affected the outcome of the Watergate investigation. What you have here is Merrick Garland, who, uh, frankly, probably is not as close to Biden as John Mitchell was to Richard Nixon. But you, you have this extraordinary uh, uh, set of cover-up acts. He's, he knows the truth behind these things. And the question is, how long can you continue to look away from the truth and not be guilty yourself of a direct cover-up uh, of, of the facts? And, of course, John Mitchell was prosecuted. He spent 19 months in prison um, as an attorney general of the United States for not acting as he should have and could have. Um, interestingly, his wife knew a lot of this information and spoke candidly about it. Uh, but the, but the fact the fact of the matter is that Merrick Garland is putting himself at greater and greater risk as he uh, as he essentially participates in the cover up of what seem to be clear felony acts that implicate the president of the United States. When you think back now to what the American people were told in 2019 impeachment and in 2020 election, major statements, declarative statements. Joe Biden was just carrying out U.S. policy when he fired the Ukrainian prosecutor, Shokin. There's now clear evidence that that's not the case. Joe Biden said, I never got my family never got money from China. There was a million dollar payment that James Gomer has actually put the wire out on. So you can see it. He said he never talked to his son's business partners. There were meetings at Cafe Milano and now Devin Archer's account of many phone calls where he's meeting. And there are emails talking about Joe Biden getting on the phone. There's a friend who said, yeah, he met with the Chinese. I was there. He said that the laptop was disinformation. It was very real. The FBI had long authenticated by the time Joe Biden made that claim. How much an issue does the honesty of our president become in 2024? Do Americans feel burned that they were given a bogus story? And if so, what is the potential consequence of that? You know, John, in many ways, it's like pulling a brick from a dam. And or to put it differently, um, and I want to speak both to your question and to Merrick Garland's uh, really prerequisites for action right now. You know, every time there's a lie from a president of the United States that relates to something that has legal consequences, when the second lie happens, it's like a multiplication of the first lie. And the third lie multiplies the first two lies. It's, it's a corroborative act. So from a point of view of litigation, when you see five or six or seven or eight or now nine and more lies coming out of this president, and you see the lies that he is speaking that directly contradict not just testimonial evidence, not just someone else's word, but they contradict documents and tape recordings, uh, you're in very, very deep water. And that corroborative evidence is all known to uh, Merrick Garland, and if it is it if it is not known to him because he's trying to maintain kind of plausible plausible deniability, then he need then he's guilty of that. I mean, he needs to get at this because it is his responsibility to bring bad actors uh, to justice. And in this case, the president and his extended family are bad actors, and there's no question. There's just no question. So to your 
question, how much does integrity matter? Do Americans feel like they've been defrauded? I think the answer is yes. I mean, you know, there are always going to be some on the left, and I would even say some who are probably just, you know, they've got too many Democrat bumper stickers on the back of their car to, to, to turn around and say, gosh, he really is a crook. Um, but at a certain point, John, and, and this is how these card houses collapse, at a certain point, there are going to be Democrats. Maybe it'll be for their own interests. Maybe they don't see him winning in 24. But there are going to be Democrats who, like Peter Rodino and back in 72 and Bill Cohen, say, you know what? I put my country above my party. I put my country, at the very least, above defending a crook who's taking me down with him. I'm not in this anymore. I, I, I'm going to corroborate. I'm going to look the evidence in the eye and, and say what it tells me, and that it tells me that, that this guy's a crook. So, you know, John, we, we are in very deep water, and 24 will be, in many ways, about not only election integrity, but the integrity of the elected. It is remarkable. And the Democrats' defense is don't believe your eyes and don't believe your ears. I mean, that's basically what they're asking people to do right now in the face of all this. Uh, the White House press secretary just basically every day bobs and weaves and says, just don't believe that. Well, but the proof is here to believe it. I mean, John, when you got a room full of smoking guns and you only needed one, um, you got to ask, OK, at what point here does my own personal I'm talking as if I'm a Democrat now in the Senate or the House at one point? At what point does my own personal integrity require that I speak the truth instead of defending this guy or staying silent? Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. There's another agency. It's below the Justice Department. I guess we could lop it in with Merrick Garland. But quite frankly, its problems and its behavior of partisanship predate Merrick Garland coming in. In 2020, they had, while well, under the Trump presidency, they had the evidence of this bribery plot. Doesn't seem like they did a whole lot to check it out. They clearly have been targeting Americans and rifling through the phone records in violation of civil liberties and their own rules 276,000 times, according to the FISA court in the last two years. And they had clear evidence that Hillary Clinton was behind the Russia ruse. Instead of investigating Hillary Clinton for misusing law enforcement, they investigate Donald Trump in the absence of any evidence. The great law professor from George Washington University, Jonathan Turley, said today, FBI is the place where evidence goes to die. A very provocative, but by the way, very supported statement. How bad is the FBI's reputation with the American people and what does it need to do to get right? You know, I would tell you, John, that both the FBI and the IRS, uh, <clears throat> they don't think in terms of branding, but they really ought to, because frankly, their brand has continued to plummet. Uh, you know, there was a time, and some Americans will remember it, when uh, Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. would ride up in a bright red car in front of the FBI building and everybody's heart pounded a little faster and we were glad that the FBI was at it. And certainly agents, a lot of agents, uh, and I know members all over the law enforcement community and have worked with them are, are, are typically high integrity people who come with a, with a sense of service, but there's nothing worse than being betrayed by your leadership. And, uh, and they have been the FBI leadership. Uh, Chris Ray, who I interacted a little bit with when I was an assistant secretary of state is to my view, sort of a quiet craven guy. He's, he's all about his own reputation and defending what, what, uh, whatever he's been, uh, he's decided he's going to defend for today. The problem is people are not stupid and nor by the way, are they stupid when they see the IRS 
saying that we should give the IRS now great credit for reducing the number of unannounced visits to people's homes now that 85,000 85, new agents have been hired and many of them hired with firearms as a requirement uh, for their job. No, the American people are not stupid. They, they can see very clearly that the leadership of organizations like that are, are betraying the public trust. And, and, and so even as we talk about holding a president accountable and his family accountable and an attorney general accountable, we also need to speak in terms of holding the head of the FBI accountable. And frankly, going back in time, I mean, the investigations were never uh, brought to a proper closure about all those who were involved in uh, protecting Hillary Clinton and, and speaking lies knowingly and collecting political information. It is, it is utterly and completely wrong legally under international law, under domestic law, and, and under most other countries' laws to have the law enforcement community of your, or the judiciary, either one, of your country uh, beholden to the political actor, uh, or rather to be tainted by politics, that is to be, say, promoting a political agenda. I mean, we go all over the world. I had programs in 70 countries as an assistant secretary making clear that you separated the proper administration and fair due process uh, uh, use of the law uh, from politics. And yet here we are in this country uh, allowing a head of the FBI, a head of the IRS um, at, at, at different points in time, uh, second tier people, uh, as well as an attorney general, um, you know, to, to become political. Where? I mean, here's my final question. Where is the federal prosecutor who should be stepping up today because he has either in rem or, or in personam or both jurisdiction over the Biden family saying, Mr. Attorney General, behind the scenes, behind the curtain, Mr. Attorney General, I will either resign or you will give me the authority to prosecute these federal crimes. Uh, that 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 question goes to the deputy attorney general, the DAG, and it goes to the attorney general. And I would say in a press conference, you know, where are the prosecutors who are pursuing these crimes? Uh, they are they are crimes. And, and frankly, uh, you know, the head of the FBI makes himself complicit and part of the cover up if he participates uh, in in obscuring uh, the truth. Yeah. yeah, there's such important issues. Bobby, you are an eloquent voice on many other issues that ail this country right now. And one of them is our military, our military readiness, the morale, the capability of our Pentagon. When you look at some of the things that just in the last week came out from the Pentagon inspector general, way too slow to get weaponry that we're sending to Ukraine. If you're going to make a commitment, at least get the stuff there so it can be used. And then two, the Russian mob and gangsters were easily picking off the weapon and stealing it from our military as it was being transferred. Take care of the, add that into the recruiting and other things. We have a military that seems significantly in disarray and way below its historical performance levels. What's going on and what do we need to do to get a handle on it? Yeah, again, you know, in some ways it's a parallel problem. Um, you know, I spent 10 years as Navy intelligence and leadership is everything. And I worked for Colin Powell, a great leader, and I and I worked for great military leaders and leadership is everything. And what we have, unfortunately, is weak and politicized and, and in my view, sort of uh, misfocused uh, political leadership at the top of the Pentagon right now. You know, we have a, a, a potential chairman of the Joint Chiefs who's under consideration right now, who's clearly a political actor in the sense that he's he's very beholden to many of these left ideas. Uh, 
that doesn't that doesn't help America. And, and I guess if you go to raw facts, just just the just the facts, just the news, uh, what do we have? We have uh, we have uh, 23% of this country, only 23% of this country, uh, uh, people between the ages of 17 and 24, who apparently are uh, qualified mentally and physically to serve in the military. We have recruitment down by about 30% on average across the services. Uh, we have retention down markedly. Uh, and so all of this goes to readiness. And, and you know, China sees all of this. China, China knows we're an open society. China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, uh, even people that, uh, that you wouldn't think would be a potential adversary or would take advantage of our weakness are looking at all this. And they're looking at the readiness level. And I, you know, I'll use an analogy that, I, uh, that I've used before, which is to say it's like water skiing. You know, um, you know the, the thing is all slack until the boat hits you know, full throttle and you either fall on your face or you get up and you're if you, you get up because you're ready and you fall on your face because you're not ready. And right now we have a military that is dangerously close to being unready to fight, uh, persuasively fight from both a uh, weapons perspective and a personnel perspective, a two front war. Never mind, you know, um, having having to win, uh, you know, in the in the near term in a place like uh, like uh, like Ukraine. So I mean, we're just not ready. And and I think the sad part about this is this is not this is an open secret. I mean, we we need to get after readiness. The reason to have a Pentagon, the reason to have a defense department, the reason to have an army, a navy, an air force, a marine corps, a coast guard, the reason to have these is to deter war and if you must fight to absolutely unequivocally win the war. We're not here to make people more polite and you know have them bow and curtsy in ways that get social approval either around the world or at home. We're we're here to win wars and the problem is, John, that there has been a complete misunderstanding or deprioritization of that because we have not been at an existential a point of an existential war. But if we're not careful, that point is coming. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break more with our interview with Bobby Charles right after these messages. Hey, folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, 
you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. More with our interview with Bobby Charles right now. There is a lot else going on in Washington right now before Congress scoots out of town. I thought there was a pretty big moment yesterday, and I don't know what it reflects yet about the Biden administration, but Congress has been talking about the powers of the IRS, the raids of the IRS have done, the hiring of 87,000 agents. Out of the blue yesterday, the Internal Revenue Service came out and said, we're no longer going to do door knock visits, unannounced visits to people who we suspect may have tax issues pretty amazing about face. What do you think's behind that? Well, I think that, you know, when when someone has accused you of far more serious acts, you take some immediate remedial act that's small and claim credit for it. And I, I look, I, I think it's people I, I spent time in the Soviet Union. I spent time in the Eastern Bloc when the when the uh, when the Russians had control, the Soviets had control over those countries. I was in a lot of those countries. And the idea of a knock in the night um, by someone from the government was always horrifying. And uh, it's no less scary today. And I think what, 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 we're, what we're finding in the United States is that fear is on the rise. When you have a president who declares that half the country, by define, defined by how people voted, are enemies of the people. And then, you know, you have this flow down a, a set of untruths that come out of the White House, the Justice Department, the IRS. It scares people. And and so the notion that there's a, an announcement being made that there will only be hundreds, not tens of thousands of knocks without a an advance call or letter, and it's mostly a letter supposed to come saying that someone has a problem, is being put together with facts like 85,000 new uh, agents. Now, understand, that that's, that's not a small number. That's like a quadrupling of the department's uh, uh, enforcement power. And then when you, when you add that to facts like the requirements in those job applications, many of them that you be proficient with firearms and capable of, uh, of, of carrying a firearm into an engagement with an unannounced knock on your door, it begins to scare people. And I, I think we have every reason. Our, our government has to be held accountable. And what is it being held accountable to? Of course, integrity and honesty and, and, and transparency, but it also has to be accountable to the Bill of Rights. And the Bill of Rights and the Fourth Amendment are pretty straightforward. Um, and, and uh, you know, as is the first and the second and the and the fifth and the sixth and the ninth and the tenth. And those amendments matter. They are the cornerstone. They are the granite that, on which this country is built. So when you see the IRS, you know, out there saying, give us great credit because we're going to reduce the fear. Well, that doesn't actually help reduce the fear if these other things are happening that elevate fear. And and uh, so, I, you know, I, I, I like to think that the federal government works for us. We don't work for it. Uh, and I think we have to get back to that basic tenet. Yeah, I think a lot of people look at that and say, that is the answer. Who's going to get it done? Uh, Republicans starting to move in that direction, maybe not as fast or as forcefully as 
Americans, I think, were hoping. But I think the first thing is the antiseptic of light is really starting to reach all the dark corners of these administrative law enforcement agencies. And we're learning a lot more about what they did and what they didn't do. And that always seems to be a good first step in terms of self-correction. The big issue that will come up this fall, obviously, Section 702. We just heard last week a U.S. senator a judge and others had their records rifled through unconstitutionally, illegally, in violation of the Fourth Amendment. And then, of course, the 276,000 Americans who also had their privacy violated in violation of the FBI's own rules. What is your best get? You've been on the Hill. You've been in these tough conversations. You know what Section 702 can and can't do for law enforcement. Where is this debate going? Will Republicans allow it to expire? Will they offer a reform alternative that looks different? Where do you think it goes? You know, I think there might be a tipping of the balance um, coming. Uh, You know, the notion that a statute is so important that it will allow us to gut a constitutional amendment uh, is never really flown in this country, not for very long. You had the Sedition Act and some of these other things that originally happened, but they were repealed. And uh, more to the point, I think uh, people begin to object in larger and larger numbers to uh, what is an abuse of power. And uh, so I, I think that what is happening is there's a tip toward the notion that every individual has civil rights, which are statutory, but also has constitutional rights that have uh, begun to be sort of uh, trampled without notice. And and I think I think people are increasingly, John, resistant to that idea. And I I would not be at all surprised to see this become a major uh, issue, particularly where you have parallel events happening where people feel that they that their government is not um, is not being honest with them and is and is uh, and is trampling their rights. I Uh, You know, it's hard to predict the future, but I I will say that, you know, Americans are a powerful force when they when they gather their indignance and their sense of the need for justice uh, collectively. And really, the majority of them act uh, in a way that means to put the world right. We we did that in a couple of world wars. We've done that at home and abroad. And I think uh, the good news is that light is an antiseptic. And, John, your show is is a bright light. Uh, Your investigative powers and capabilities and your record is just spectacular, and I think it's a great example for Americans to take heart from. Uh, if Americans do step up and say, we've had enough of this, um, I think you're going to see political leaders who who want to garner their votes um, uh, step up and say, yeah, we've had enough of this, and, and begin to scroll powers back. Our, our founders wanted a limited government. They did not want an abusive, overreaching, all-powerful federal government. They didn't want it at the beginning. They didn't want it in the middle. They didn't even want it after the Civil War, uh, and they certainly don't want it now. Yeah, I think you've hit that on the head. It's really good. You look at the polling data, you look at sort of the questions that candidates and Congress people get when they're back in their district. They really are in this zone of, hey, we want law enforcement, intelligence community, others to do their job, but not at the expense of the Constitution. And right now, there seems to be a lot of people that don't regard the Constitution. They regard their own agency's interest as the prevailing force in these behaviors. It's really an amazing moment. I think a consequential moment for the future of our country. Bobby, you are the national spokesman for AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. I have been a member now for a year. I love it. I get so much benefit from it. Discounts. I'm just going on a trip tonight. I got a discount on the hotel overnight. That was really cool. Services you can't get anywhere else. Medicare capabilities at AARP and others don't offer. And then uh, the sense of community to belong to 
AMAC action, get involved in civic things like vote monitoring and election day assistance and talking to legislators about important pieces of legislation that can make a difference in the country. And then you get a great magazine. You get daily news. One of the best bargains I've ever invested my money in. It pays for itself literally in a couple of weeks. You get your money back. Plus, you've been there a long time. People hearing about all you do. They love these conversations we have. What are some of the things that when a person joins AMAC for the first time, they're going to go, wow, I had no idea. Well, the first thing is you get financial, uh, you, you know, you get financial benefits that, as you just said a minute ago, John, pay for themselves immediately. I, I got a call from a guy that said I had one dental appointment and it paid for my five-year subscription, the discount. So, you know, all of this stuff, the, the financial side is great. That's that's a that's an immediate long-term and short-term reason for uh, for joining. But the bigger pieces to me are uh, very straightforward. Again, also, this is the inheritor of the Reagan legacy. I mean, this organization is so thoughtful about pressing forward not only the defense of the first and second and all the all the amendments uh, uh, in our Constitution, but also protecting national security, looking for solvency that will benefit seniors in particular, uh, trying to uh, insist that at the state level, at the state legislative level, and they're active all over the United States, members in every single state, I mean, thousands of members in every single state. I mean, they, they have uh, more than 2 million members nationwide, and you become part of that, that sort of public civic army, if you will, trying to keep accountable those that are in power. Uh, it, it's an extraordinary thing. The opportunities for, for participation, they have, you know, you can be delegates, you can be a volunteer, you can get involved in some of their other activities. You, they have, that you can get involved in helping veterans. They have a foundation dedicated to veterans. They have, you can get involved in uh, either you have questions or you have answers associated with uh, social security and all of the, uh, the benefits that, are, that uh, as we get older, we, we, have an, uh, we have the access to, but there's much more than that. I mean, I just today, John, there's a piece up uh, that I wrote about, uh, you know, deep dive, uh, not quite as deep as many of your dives, but a deep dive. Uh, and, you know, and I, I, I looked at the uh, vulnerability, of the power grid and how many of these, you know, many of these regulations like uh, this new, you know, banning of stoves and refrigerators and all this, it basically diverts all of what would be independent. You know, if you get rid of a gas stove that doesn't tax the power grid, and now you all of a sudden have these appliances by the millions taxing the power grid, what happens? And so there's just a news-oriented story. It's uh, on AMAC.us. You can go to it, and I I give you my assessment of what's really going to happen here. A lot of what they do, John, like a lot of what you do and I do, uh, is look around corners. They're looking around corners to protect the average person and to protect the rights of all Americans. And I think there can't be a better mission in life than that. By the way, that was a fantastic column. The history of the concern about grid resilience before Joe Biden lopped all these other pressures on it. I think you said the approach here is irreversible and illogical. Those are experts saying that, people who understand the grid. They want the grid to be resilient so you and I aren't in the dark someday. An amazing piece of journalism today. A lot of great information in there. It's one of the first things I read this morning when I got got into the office. Folks, if you love what Bobby does, if you love what AMAC does, if you love to hear about all the things that I get benefit from, go match me on a five-year membership. It's less than a dinner on the town. You'll get five years of benefit, five years of discounts, five years of political intelligence, five years of incredible magazines, five years of incredible opportunity to do some civic engagement with like-minded people. All you got to do to do that, to match me, go out there and do this day. I'm telling you, the best investment you're ever going to make. AMAC.us. 
slash just news, amac.us slash just news. You're going to get a discount even on the offer today because of your partnership with just the news and John Solomon reports. Go do it today. amac.us slash just news. It'll, it'll make you feel really good. You, within hours, you realize, boy, that was a really good decision. Bobby, we love having you on. Always a great conversation. I love your writing. I love your analysis. Can't wait to get you back on real soon. These AMAC Wednesdays are particularly special for me and for our whole audience. So thank you for the partnership and all the wisdom you shared today. No, thank you, John. It's uh, We're in the fight, and we're in the fight because it counts. So I appreciate being asked. Well, it's a great honor. We'll have you on real soon. Folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Justin News. A big thank you to Congressman Babin and, of course, our good friend Bobby Charles at AMAC. Remember, if you want to take advantage of the AMAC partnership we have, go to amac.us slash just news amac.us slash just news you're going to get a discount go match me on my five-year membership it's less than a dinner on the town that's a great deal and it pays itself back quickly with discounts from hotels and rental cars and so many other great products and services plus it has special offers and services exclusive to amac members including some great medicare products if you're in that marketplace and of course great intelligence a great magazine great daily news and many opportunities to engage in your civic duty engage america and do something good, whether it's election monitoring or talking to lawmakers at the state or federal legislative level, AMAC Action has you covered there as well. AMAC.us slash Just News. That's how you get that discount. And of course, as I mentioned at the top of the show, EnviroCleanse, their incredible air purifier system, making my allergies so much better this summer. This is normally my miserable season. It hasn't been nearly as miserable. These air purifiers use earth mineral technology they're used by the Navy. They're used by they're the same quality as you get in hospitals. And you get 10% off if you go to ekpure.com, ekpure.com, and use the code word Just News. Remember that savings as well. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. We'll be back tomorrow with another great show. Until then, God bless you, and have a great night. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34-plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now.